This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is episode 95. It is season two. The Cubs have no dough for so. And in this segment, we are going to take a listen to an interview with Joe Madden on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Crowley and I are going to break it down cut by cut, give you our reaction. But don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. So Crowley, on our last episode, I told our listeners that at 5 o'clock on Friday, the Friday that just passed, Joe Madden was going to hop on and talk to the guys about Shohei Otani, about David Ross, and a couple other little things about the Cubs. Yeah, I literally I drove down to Wrigley Field on Friday, and right when I got down there, right right when I found a nice parking spot on Gray Street, Grayson, I ended up just sitting there and pulling over the car right at five o'clock. It was couldn't have been any more perfect. And so, you know, I, I think that you know Joe is someone to me. I just want to say again, disappointed that no one would would have even taken a flyer on Joe. You know, nobody would give him a call, and I really. I think the game is better when Joe Madden's a manager in baseball. We don't have those characters as much anymore, Dustin, and and I and I, I enjoy him. I think listening to him talk on, on Parkinson Spiegel, I think he was, like I said, just I love hearing him talk, and so it's a lot of fun. This was Friday when we were still when when everybody was looking at, at Shohei's jet and watching Shohei's jet. So uh, this is what he had to say about Shohei. Uh, him and John Maley, they they coach Shohei obviously with the Angels. Here is what he had to say. He's a great teammate. He's up for everybody else all the time. He's got a great sense of humor. He's learning the English language slowly. Um, I actually believe he uh, speaks it better than he lets on. I know he understands it well. He's that good of a baseball player, but he's really a good fella, and I really enjoy being around him. All right. So that, I hope that's $700 million worth of a good teammate and a good person. But here's the clip, Dustin, that really kind of drew my attention here. It was about, because you and I both said $700 million if he's just a DH is, is, a, is a big chunk of change for, for a DH. So here's what Joe had to say about Otani pitching. I'm certain he's going to come back and he's going to pitch well again. This guy is so motivated. Uh, he knows his place in the game. He knows where he wants to go to. He knows the legacy he wants to leave. Um, he's very uh, motivated and he's very directed and uh, precise. So I, I believe he will overcome this. I know it's unusual to have somebody do it twice and still be great at what he does as a pitcher. But if anybody could do it, he can. He's that motivated. Motivation's a good thing, man, but 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 health and the body that that's that, that that was what I told you about worried me the most about Shohei is I I would have rather just paid for him to be a hitter, which would have been probably too much seven hundred too much for a hitter. But um when you're looking at this situation here, there are guys that have come back from two Tommy John. It's not common. Jameson Tayon is one. But imagine if you're paying this guy seven hundred million dollars 
and he starts pitching again. And then all of a sudden something happens to his arm again. How long can you keep doing that? Right? Well, that, I mean, my question is Crowley is what if he could have pitched this year? What if he was not going through a Tommy John rehab right now? What are we talking about then? Eight? Seriously. It's, it, it boggles the mind, but I, I think that it was for teams, it's worth the risk to just sit there and go in. And, and like I said, the way that the contracts worked out, it may seem like 700, but over time and the way it's spread out, it's not as horrible as the 10 years, 700 million that you think about. So, um, you know, we, you mentioned, me, you're not going to make me like, Oh boy, I wish the Cubs were smarter than this. And they could, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I, I have no problem with the Cubs not being involved in, in this kind of, Right. Stupidity. I, I just, I, I just, I'm sorry. I just find God bless Shohei Otani. Okay. Good for him. Good for anybody connected to him. I hope they have a merry, merry Christmas. This is stupid. It's <laughs> He's going to make Crowley. When you start breaking it down, he's making $50 and one cent a minute. Not bad work if you can get it, huh? $50 and one cent a minute. He's going to make over 432 thousand dollars for every game that the um dodgers are scheduled to play in the regular season next year regular and, season and dustin you know the first opponent that he faces on the road is the chicago cubs right are you uh you've got your tickets uh already up for sale or what oh no 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 i, I I'm, I'm gonna go i mean i'm sure i'll sell a couple but uh, all three games I won't go all three games now. I'm just, I'll just go to one and check it out. I, you know, I think it'll be fun, but uh, what are I the would walk, I would, if I, if I were an opposing manager, this is why I, I'm not an opposing manager. I, I would walk him every time. I would never, I, I'm so, I'm so disgusted by this. Here, go ahead. Let's go to first. You're not, uh, I'm not you're, you're never going to see a pitch. You'll never see a pitch. Again, with that, with that Dodgers lineup, I'm not, I mean, you, who knows how many guys are already on base. I mean, you're going to have to pitch to them. It's just the way it's going to have to be. Now, Madden was asked what he would tell Otani about the Cubs. No, I, I tell him it's the, it's the big leagues of the big leagues. Um, that's what I always felt while I was there. Um, to, and I've told you guys this a zillion times, and I've told I mean, first of all, you have the best fans in history. Um, the reason why I love going back there now more than anything is to interact with the, with the, with the fans. And I just did that. The 400 Club, uh, last year I did that. And some autograph signings there, and it's never—it's always the same. The people I remember well. Uh, there's nobody. Everybody has a, a positive vibe from what had happened. And uh, they, I just ran into a Cub fan the other night. My God, it was incredible. So it's the fans, <laughs> and then the ballpark. That's that's number two, man. You don't. I just—I wasn't denigrating. It's just a fact. It's right on a lake, and it's tough. Uh, but the fan, the ballpark itself. I, I did say thank you every time I walked in the building. So if anybody asks me, it's the big leagues of the big leagues. Yep. Club 400 shout out by Joe Madden. Even if he flipped the name, it's okay. We know what he meant. And, uh, you know, Hey, that to me, that was, that was great. You know, th that's the thing about Joe is, is he is such a great guy and he really truly loves the fans and coming out here. I I've mentioned it before, but, but what a blast, you know, and, uh, you know, the guys Parkinson speaker and ask him who he still talks to on, the Cubs team. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, everybody checks in. I mean, like guys that, um, I mean, Butterfield. I've been I've been texting with Butter more recently. Um, I text with Riz a lot. Anthony get in touch on on a, on a basis. Um, Hickey, um, you know, not more far in the past. Jimmy Hickey. Um, yeah. Gosh, Chili David. I could go on and on. I mean, everybody. 
you touch base with everybody at a different point. There's a young no, man no, by no, the name no, of no. Crowley, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. About that I've been going he, back and forth with him recently. He just wanted some advice on uh, a job opportunity. I get this a lot. I get it from coaches in different sports, um, uh, you know, even like um, uh, guys checking in on the book as an example. They really appreciate the book and like it. Um, some really significant uh, people like Jimmy Leland as an example. So all this stuff, uh, everybody stays in touch, and it's been great. Um, I, I do get back as quickly as I possibly can, and we have great conversation, and it's something um, – that I, I enjoy, absolutely enjoy. So I'm staying connected through the podcast. I'm staying connected. I'm doing a weekly gig with Brian Kenny on MLB Network that I really enjoy because Brian really challenges you, and I like that a lot. So that's been my uh, staying reconnected. I do watch. Um, I'm watching. I'm listening. I'm breaking down. I'm trying to understand, you know, who's hired and why. I mean, I'm just trying to understand different front office methods and um, and what's going on in the game in general right now. So I am staying connected. I do understand. I'm watching. But yeah, everybody, everybody, honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll try to sit down and make a list. Everybody kind of checks in at different times. That was a weird, that was some of those answers. That's I mean, exactly, that's not exactly what was at. Like, he doesn't, it doesn't, he doesn't, he's not really talking to anybody currently on the Cubs. No. So all the guys he was talking to was all, and it's funny because the guys that he mentioned, and this one kind of made my ears perk when I hear this, and I'll tell you why. When the book is finally written about what happened to the, that Cub core, I want to know who had the ultimate decision to fire Bozzi, Chris Bozzio, pitching coach, John Maley, hitting coach, and Gary Jones, who worked with, who was a third base coach with the toothpick, and he was the one that was, um, he worked with the defense. Okay. And the guys that he mentioned were all the guys that he, re, that, that he replaced. So after 2017, Maley, Bozzio, and Gary Jones are out. Uh, Brian Butters, uh, uh, Jim Hickey, and Chili Davis were the guys that he brought in. And those were the guys that he mentioned plus Rizzo. I was like, eh, I don't know about that one. I thought that was weird. That was a weird, that was real. I mean, that was real. He talked, he, he talked around that one. <laughs> he talked around that one. Well, the other question he was asked was about, you know, the conversation with Theo when he was let uh -huh. go. This is a good one to share. Yep. It's a cordial conversation. I, it was just obvious that uh, they wanted to do something differently. It was really hard. It's really hard to, to, you know, connect all the dots after winning the first World Series in 108 years to be gone a couple of years after that with no losing seasons. And the last one being not so good, pretty much based on a lot of injuries in the, in the last month of the year. So, yeah, I thought we were going to be together longer than that. Like I said, I love that there. it's the big league of the big leagues. I love the city, the fans, I love the ballpark. So, and the group of guys we had is pretty significant. And um, to just be disbanded that quickly um, – None of us really liked that, obviously, and I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't, wasn't, I didn't think it was cool. And I thought that we had some really good years um, to go beyond that. But, of course, sat with Theo. Listen, it was never, it was never uh, confrontational at all. It was very um, smooth and calm, actually. And the same thing with Perry and I. I mean, listen, if he's the boss... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
and they want to do something differently, they get they, that's they got the bigger stick, man. Go ahead and do something differently. <laughs> that's the way this whole thing works. So um, no, it was never mean spirited or anything like that. I'm just saying I disagree, and I have the right to say I disagree with the um, the decision. And um, but it's moved on since then, and right now back on the other side. Now, when I when I think of that, you know, it, it was I remember that last year when he was going in in 2019 at CubsCon, he kept saying, "I'm a free agent." And you knew, you just kind of knew, like, if you really wanted him extended, you would have extended him. You know what I mean? All right. Yep. He, yeah. They, yeah. He wasn't coming back. I think it was against the Cardinals um, that last series when Joe was fired. I think that Ben Zobris struck out Yadier Molina, if you remember that. And then I remember seeing the two of them after the game. I think Joe had a beer. I can't remember if Theo had one as well. I think they were both drinking something and, and that was it. It, it. it was, you know, it wasn't shocking, but it, it, in a way, you know, it just kind of, it was, you know, when you think about three NLCSs in that quick amount of time, then 2018, they were in the postseason. And then 2019, they were still in the running for it. And everybody got injured. Uh, Rizzo's ankle was absolutely shot. I don't know if you remember, like it was all purple and like knotted. I mean, it was all, I can't believe he played on that thing. It was surprising, but Speaking of surprising, here's Madden's reaction to uh, David Ross getting fired. I have not talked to him. I immediately texted him, and he got back to me. Um, uh, I, I don't think you guys saw that coming. I didn't see that coming. And um, uh, surprise, I mean, this guy, um, you know, he obviously took my spot. I was very happy that it was David that took my spot. He's a World Series hero. Um, even though he was there for a brief period of time as a player, he really ingratiated himself to the fan base. Um He's one of my favorite teammates of all time. So, yeah, it was surprising to me. I don't know the decision-making process. I don't even pretend to know. Uh, I was involved in a similar situation uh, when I first got my opportunity there, and it's it's not easy. Uh, the difference would be that uh, David was firmly uh, based in the uh, Chicago Cubs lore based on what he had done there. So, um, for me, that was, it was different. I, I, I still I don't know enough reason about it. Uh, you know, different things I read, but I don't believe everything I read and hear either. So um, I'm disappointed because uh, David means a lot to me. Yeah, it's, um, you know, from all accounts, David Ross was the general when David, Ma you know, when 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 Madden was managing. So, you know, he put a lot on his plate and, and that's why people thought Ross was going to be a great manager is the way that he communicated with people, um, the respect he had among teammates. So, uh interesting to see that they were texting after it happened and and madden wasn't done with this contact with with this with this subject here you know everything's always veiled and that's the one thing that it really uh when somebody you know shoots me straight between the eyes and tells me straight up i'll always appreciate that more it's something i've actually mentioned that if i if i tell you the truth you might not like me for a week or 10 days but if i lie to you i mean you're gonna hate me forever so i i you know regardless i know what i read and i and i know all that but uh, it's hard for me to understand, believe that David was that inept as a manager. I don't. I don't believe that. I know. I know what he's like. I know. I sat next to him. We talked a lot, and I know how much he cares. So, that's my perspective on it. Now, with all due respect to Joe, I don't think that Jed thought that David Ross was an inept manager. I thought that there was a guy available, the best manager to me. I, I would put him in the top five managers in MLB. I, 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 you know, you'd have to put Bochi up there, a couple other guys, but there were very few managers that this would have happened to. Again, uh, this is the, this was the guy 
that when he became, it was the same thing that Joe did to Ricky Renteria is that they, that when Joe became available, Theo and Jed ran down to Florida, bought a cheap bottle of wine from the Publix and, and worked out a deal with them. It's the same exact thing is this was a, they saw this as an opportunity. I don't think that Ross, that, that they necessarily thought Ross was a bad manager. Again, if Craig council signs with New York or if Craig council signs back with the Brewers, David Ross is the manager of this team right now. No yep. question. No question. No, no, no question about it. I told I totally agree with you. And then this was this is kind of finishing up on on uh, David Ross and Craig Council. Craig's wonderful. I mean, listen, I've worked against him. He's very good at what he does. But David's a friend, and so uh, you know, it's, I, I want to believe them. I am objective all the time, and I think I'm. I normally am, but in this situation, I just don't know enough to be totally objective. Fair enough. Now, um, Joe was asked the idea of would he work for Cub TV or radio, and and. <laughs> And, and, and you know, Dustin. It, it, I mean, consider with all due. I mean, consider who's asking the questions, right? I mean, right. But you know, when you when you're talking about it, I mean, Joe is much more comfortable in front of the media than say Craig Council or David Ross, either one of those guys. You, if you ever would see the press scrum before the game in the dugout, right. Joe would be sitting with the sunglasses, Joe Cool, all that stuff. Listen, and baseball so- needs baseball broadcast, national broadcast could do a whole lot worse than Joe Madden. We, they, they, baseball broadcasts need more Joe Madden. He's, could you imagine? He's way better than Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez is garbage. I would so much rather hear Joe break something down than Alex Rodriguez. But he, here, here was his answer. I haven't even thought about it, to be honest with you. That means I'd have to be in Chicago a lot. Um, that, would, that would require uh, – <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't overstate how much I'm doing what I'm doing and where I'm living right now. It have to be. Uh, it's it's like anything else. I mean, you guys are the same. You know it. I mean, if you're going to uh, undertake a new job somewhere else, it would depend on the passion of the people talking to you and why they want to have you there. And it would have to come from that sincere moment. If it is, and I thought it was a good fit, yeah, I would consider something like that. But it's nothing that I would drum up and, and put out there. It'd have to be something that somebody would ask me. No way is he coming to do Cubs TV or radio. I th- I found it funny just because, like I said, he, I mean, think about this. People were pining for Joe Girardi to be manager and he, he's never even managed the Cubs. You know what I mean? And he hasn't, it was just, uh, if you had Joe Madden there, every little decision, every mistake, every, every time council may not have grabbed a guy out before the reliever gave up the home run, it would be, they could just hire Joe Madden. He's right here. No, not happening. Well, they had the same thing. Who was it before that? Um, oh, gosh, name's escaping me now. The manager of the Diamondbacks. Bob Brenly. Bob Brenly. That was going on for a while, yep. right? That the old Bob Brenly sitting right up there. And that's right. why they hired him to do that job. So they could, you know, have a guy in waiting if they needed it. Right. Now, I, I, I see, I, don't, I just don't think it would work out. And I don't think it would be, I don't think they would have anybody in wait or anything like that. I just think that, you know, Joe is entertaining. And when you're talking about a product like Marquee or even, you know, 670 the score as far as calling the games, you know, think about how fun Joe would be to listen to. And so I, I don't know if you, if, the, if oh, that, having Joe like come back and do the seventh inning stretch and do like the old traditional, like, an inning on TV and an inning on radio like they used to do. I mean, I'd be down with that, right? Right. You know, something like that. Right. I think you'd almost even be down with Joe, like doing a, a weekend in studio stint with marquee. Right. For a series, right. Just for a series pregame, postgame. 
See, I, I don't know if it would, I would just want him for a series. I think like part of what I want from Marquee is just more continuity. So you want more you want more continuity. You want the same people in all the time as opposed to all the switching and whatnot. Yeah, I, I would prefer that. You know, and, right, some and, and, people like it, some people don't. I, I'm not sure which way. Uh, I'd have to know. I, let's put it this way: I need to know who that would be, right? To say, oh, I like that. Right. And, I, and, the, the trouble, I guess, is Crowley is I haven't seen enough of anybody to say, oh, I like that all the time. I, I like Cliff Floyd a lot. Cliff Floyd, Floyd cracks me up. I think him yeah. and Cole Wright have good chemistry. But that's the thing is you got to develop chemistry. And, Dustin, you've been working radio for many, many years. You, you know how tough it is to kind of get that going. And if you can't constantly work on that and tweak it and learn from it, it it's tough. Yep, no doubt about that. And then last one right here, what's it like to pitch the Cubs to a top free agent? It's orchestrated. I mean, they do a nice job uh, right down to the video, getting as much, many people involved as they possibly can. In a sense, uh, in a situation like show, like really researching his history, where he came from, uh, what it was like to grow up there, uh, the traditions of that, uh, that country, or maybe more specifically the region of Japan that he had come from. It was very orchestrated. Um, everybody, we were all uh, versed in advance. And of course, the took the lead in the moment. So, but that's that's. I don't, I'm sure everybody did the same thing. I, I can't under, I can't believe or understand that anybody would do anything differently. It's just that uh, under Theo, it was a very orchestrated and well thought out uh, plan. I, I, the one that always kind of gets in my head it was um, the John Lester, how they had some sort of video of him on on the mound in Game Seven of the World Series. Yeah, that was just the anniversary. That was just uh, yesterday, I believe, December the tenth. Yeah. And so I, I think about that a lot, but Hey, you know what? It, like I said, baseball is more interesting when Joe's there and, and great job by the score and getting Joe to come on and, 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 and giving us a, a little perspective on Shohei and Craig council and uh, David Ross. Absolutely.